Hi, welcome back, everyone. Hi, Sophia. Hi, Austin. How's it going? It is going. <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone feels right now. Um, We're just saying how you're like the boss, your boss baby now, <laughs> starting a new job. I I am boss baby. I am back to the bottom of the ladder doing something I have not done before. So I'm trying to keep an open mind. It's a new thing. Um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what about what you, Austin? I am not bad. I'm just doing the same old thing, just at work and home from work and recording and <laughs> living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> so what have you been reading since our our last meeting? What have I been reading? So I recently, um, I'm going to look at my phone because there's this challenge that I have been doing, which I put on our Instagram story, if anyone's uh-huh. Um, but it's a really cool challenge and it basically goes through like different prompts as like a lot of them do. Um, and it is from the bookstore podcast. So it's their 2021 12 month reading challenge. And, um, for January, their prompt was a book you really feel you should have read by now. So, <laughs> I have a few of those. <laughs> sounds hard to single out just one. Yeah, my like giant pile of like to be read books was judging me. They're like, "What do you mean?" Like, <laughs> um, no, but I ended up reading um, like Water for Chocolate, which um, I can't I can't remember the last name of the author, but it's it's pretty famous. It came it's out an in interesting the- title. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And so I was really happy to read that because um, my relatives have been like, have you read this yet? For pretty much my whole life. And I have been <laughs> saying, not yet. I'll get to it. So I did. And I don't know why I put off having that joy in my life. It was incredible. <laughs> I like put That's it good. down. Yeah. I immediately called Henry and I was like, I just read something that is like top 10. And he was like, top 10. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, it was so good. It's like, written in monthly installments and it like it starts with a recipe and it was really cool because a lot of the recipes like this novel is Mexican but um a lot of them reminded me of like my family's recipes which are Salvadoran so that was really cool and it was amazing I really loved it that's cool yeah yeah I love any book that like revolves around food and family so oh yeah (laughs) it was good what's next on the challenge for that one what's next on the challenge that's a good question it is next one is Wait, a book. You said, i was want to go back you said it's 12 12 months for this challenge yeah so one book a month yeah and you've already finished your book for this month for that challenge yeah we're on the 11th <laughs> i wasn't what happened, your, what happened to your resolution for slowing down <laughs> well those like those two weeks i was off i was like i have to squeeze in all my reading for the first <laughs> month of 2021 that's what i did <laughs> The next challenge, like month thing, is um, a book published by an independent press, which is super cool. Okay. Do you have one picked up for that already? No, I do not. And I <laughs> will get to it eventually. <laughs> you got 20 or 19 days to decide now <laughs> the rest of the uh, month. Gotta work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put that link. Well, not that link. I'll put that in the, in the highlights in our Instagram if anyone's okay. curious. Mm. Um, what about you, Austin? What are you reading? So I finished The Shining just after we finished recording last week's episode. Awesome. Was and it good? I gotta say, it's the best book I've read so far this year. Wow. 
but it's also the only book I've read this year. It's so it's really the only book I finished so far. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Awesome. I kind of like the movie better personally, just because what you're saying with Lauren last week, the like the supernatural stuff is less overt in the book mm-hmm. than in the movie, and I kind of like the subtlety more in the book. But right. yeah, it was still good. That's awesome. And we just won that giveaway from our oh. new friends at the Read This Book podcast. Yes, I. Wait, was what a way to start the year. <laughs> Um, that'll, that'll be my next one to read so we can discuss that with them yeah very uh, excited about that me too i haven't won a giveaway since i was in kindergarten so. <laughs> i don't I think i've stuff. ever won one actually really uh-huh. i never really enter giveaways but this is our first our first giveaway win as adults and perhaps <laughs> of us ever this is so exciting wow yeah it's a really cool book it's called they never learn and we're excited to read that. And it was really generous of them to do that. So, um, yeah, sounds amazing. I'm ready mm. for it. Uh, love it. What a good start to the year. <laughs> okay, should we get into our uh, topic for this week? Yes, I'm so excited. Okay. okay. So I thought of this little game we can play. I found this Reddit page called Bad Reads, which is, of course, a play on Goodreads. <laughs> It's just full of people writing reviews that are either like misinformed or they're just poor reviews or they missed the mark on like what they're trying to review. I can read the description of the, the subreddit page. Okay. Once it loads. So I thought we could play the game where I read the rev- the terrible review of a book and you try and guess which book the review is for. I love this. This is the <laughs> best. And of course, all credit to the people posting on the Reddit page, obviously. I'm not going to go through any of them because it'll take too long. But the description of the Reddit page is because sometimes a book review says more about the reviewer than it does about the book. (laughs) Bad reviews showcase are the most unhelpful book reviews from all over the internet. Reviews that are shallow, vapid, or completely missing the point. Steamy hot takes abound. (laughs) So I'll put a link to to the Reddit page in the description for this week's episode. But I got 40, 54 choices i'm gonna have you try and guess for let's do this i tried to keep it to ones you would like obviously know or ones that are very like well-known like classics and stuff okay. there are a couple i just thought the review was so ridiculous that i wanted to put it <laughs> in even if i haven't really heard of the book i love it can i just say this reminds me of um on the podcast my favorite murder which i adore um georgia was talking about like the host georgia hardstark was talking about this like Etsy shop where they take beautiful images of national parks in America and they put like a bad review in front of it. So like <laughs> they'll look at like like Yosemite or something and the review will be like too many trees did not enjoy. <laughs> it's like this gorgeous <laughs> photo in the background. And this is what this reminds me of and I'm so excited. Uh, uh, YouTube page I like, I've talked about it before, the Mr. Sunday Movies does almost the same idea. They as guess the movie based off the terrible review. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> so I, I, I was kind of inspired by that. Yeah. <laughs> I can send you a link to the video after after we're oh. done the game to see how I got the inspiration from. Please do. Okay, do you want to get into it? Let's do this. This is in no particular order. This is just the, okay. <laughs> the order that I screenshot them. Okay. So the first one, we'll start off. Okay. Too many sexist white men. Rick Riordan tells Greek mythology better. This is, I mean, 
this is like this is a hard one too many sexist white men that that could be anything in classic <laughs> literature <laughs> like is it too many so are there multiple authors why not well that's a, a point of contention but <laughs> is it like homer or something yes it is homer oh i knew it <laughs> so exciting okay good start good start <laughs> So yeah, The Odyssey by Homer is the first one. Okay. I think I've posted this one on our story on Instagram, so there might be a giveaway, but the review is an annoying scientist and an ugly tall man fight over who is more depressed. Frankenstein. It is Frankenstein. Mary Shelley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is like the part of the show where we find out that I have a secret competitive streak that I don't like <laughs> to admit that I have. I think I sent you this one as well. Okay. The review is just a bunch of people going to, going to each other's houses. Is it any Jane Austen novel? Because all those people do <laughs> is visit <laughs> and take a promenade. <laughs> yes. Is it Pride and Prejudice? It is Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I just want to say some of them too are pretty obviously just like a like a fake. How do I say this? Like a parody review almost? Oh, yeah. You know it's not supposed to be what this person actually thought, but... Oh, some of them do have strong language, too. And I know we're oh, yeah. a family podcast here for young things. I'll work my yeah. way around those. <laughs> this one is worst book ever. Just throw that effing fish back in. Is it Moby Dick? No. Oh, is it... Throw the fish back in. <laughs> the fisherman no okay <laughs> i don't know that one is the old man in the sea by ernest hemingway oh i don't i don't bleep this out with hemingway <laughs> with hemingway i don't like him as a person oh okay <laughs> i'll keep that in mind <laughs> Okay, the next one is, I don't like depressing writing. If I want to be depressed, I'll just think, not read. <laughs> is it anything with, like, Nietzsche? No. Oh. Is it... <laughs> Poe? No. Is it... A Bronte? It is not. It's a, it's a male author. Okay. A classic buddy-buddy story. Buddy-buddy? <laughs> <laughs> <Not really. laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What is this one? That one is Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. Oh, okay. Oh, man. That is the one with Lenny, right? I don't know, actually. No, I think that's the buddy-buddy one. Okay. Oh, another disclaimer for this one. Obviously, we... For some of these, the, the reviews are problematic, and obviously we don't agree with... Yeah. What the person <laughs> this is a longer one. The review is... The voice in the book jumps between the musings of a 13-year-old, a failed novelist, a mature philosopher, a feminist, and a queer. The debauchery in the book makes me wonder how someone would allow this book to a kid. She repeatedly says she doesn't have any close friends, yet she constantly meets with friends, and even mentioned how she gets bored without them, how they sleep over. There is no sense of her being estranged in any way. She then says that maybe it's because she doesn't confide in others, so there is a lack of intimacy. At 13... On her birthday, she had distributed cookies in her class, and in gym, everyone played the game she wanted them to. And then after that, they, they all sang her happy birthday. 
Repeatedly, her views differ from her own reality, so much so I reckon hypocrisy might just be one of the themes of this book. Hmm. She personified her diary as her ideal best friend, yet after that she says that no one would understand what she had written, so she must explain more. She berates boys very much. In fact, concerning boys, there is an undertone of feminist writing. While describing her classmates, she says, and there's a quote that I actually didn't screenshot the whole thing of, but... This is such a weird review. Is it the diary of Anne Frank? It is the diary of Anne Frank. Why are people so harsh on that book? It's a beautiful, beautiful piece of writing. I don't know if a person realizes who Anne Frank was who was writing that review. It doesn't seem like it. (laughs) Like, there is a time and a place. That is not (laughs) it, (laughs) to leave that review. (laughs) Man, I should reread that book. I've actually never read the Diary of Anne Frank. I feel like I'd be too depressed by it. It is really sad. I read it when I was like 15 and it was like, I definitely cried in several parts. Uh, Yeah. So this next one's kind of a gimme. Okay. Writing this was a crime and reading it was a punishment. Crime and punishment? (laughs) (laughs) So this one's pretty broad. It'll be hard to figure out what it is exactly, but... That book was absolutely awful. I had to read Harry Potter or something to clear my head. Who's, who's reading it? It is not similar to Harry Potter at all. I'll give you that hint. <laughs> um, is awful. <laughs> Why is someone using Harry Potter as a palate cleanser between books? It has, yeah, nothing to do with magic or fantasy or anything at all. It's, it's an allegory book. Okay. Also, sorry. It's usually on a high school syllabus. Oh, okay. Um, Before I guess, I just want to say sorry to anyone who's a big fan of Harry Potter. I know there's a lot of people. I don't want to single anyone out or alienate anyone. Um, So sorry about that. Um, Okay. We alienate J.K. Rowling. We can alienate her. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) But not like Rupert Grint. I love him so much. Um, (laughs) Okay. Is it? It's on a high school syllabus, so is it like Gatsby? No, but okay. is it same kind of high school vibe? I, th- I guess you would say. To Kill a Mockingbird? No. Hmm. Uh, a separate piece? I'm not sure if you actually would have read this one. I know I didn't in high school, but I know a lot of people do. Oh my god, is it The Outsiders? It is not. Oh. <laughs> it's Animal know. Farm by George Orwell. Oh, yeah, everyone talks about that. I haven't read it. Well, one person doesn't like it, at least. I mean. (laughs) Oh, I wanted to say, too, for some reviews, there are multiple reviews for the same book. Oh. Just as a warning. No, I'm excited. (laughs) So this one is, instead of reading this book, drink vodka in a dark room and think depressing thoughts. They'll (gasps) give you about the same experience, and you'll have a better time. Is it anything by Hemingway? It is not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it anything by Tolstoy? Close. Dostoevsky? Yes. What one is it? Crime and Punishment again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next one. Okay. I'll to say some of them use the author's names too i'll just try to avoid that not to give it away but it's probably to give it away anyway so the author has really dropped the ball on this one 
it's all very well writers in their imagination in quotation marks, <laughs> but asking me to believe that animals can not only learn to speak English, but also successfully run a similarly industrialized working farm is frankly a bit patronizing. Pigs can't talk, the author, and they certainly can't <laughs> harnessing wind power to produce electricity. No doubt he got the idea from watching episodes of Peppa Pig with his kids, but I also won't believe this sort of nonsense. Let's hope he comes back with something a bit more serious next time. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it, is it Animal Farm again? It is Animal Farm. <laughs> okay, as someone who's never read Animal Farm, this review is hilarious because even I know that Peppa Pig was definitely not the inspiration. <laughs> so, it's ones like that where I wonder if the people, like, they have to know that obviously Giorgio wasn't watching Peppa Pig. So is that like a silly review on purpose or is it just very you... <laughs> I feel like sometimes when people talk about classic authors, like... You know, like, you know the movie 10 Things I Hate About You? Uh-huh. Okay, so Julia Stiles' best friend, the the girl who is in love with Shakespeare and has a photo of him in her locker and calls him her boyfriend, that was a little bit me as a 14-year-old. Me with Shakespeare and James Dean as a 14-year-old. Um, so, like, she talks about him as if he's, like, coming over after school so maybe people are just like like if these classic authors are talked about so much maybe they're just assuming they're <laughs> present maybe he's george or george always can't stupidly really alive can he no way no he's not i'm looking this up as you read the next one <laughs> okay the next one is just one star not for children is it good luck with that one <laughs> is it one star not for children. What? This could be anything. Literally anything. Okay. Well, one, George Orwell passed away in 1950. So definitely not a Peppa Pig viewer. Um, secondly, I have no idea what this one is. <laughs> what is it? That one's Dante's Inferno. By oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I guess, oh my god, really? For that one. <laughs> so this one this is one of the ones where it's just just like a silly review it's not obviously the person this didn't just make a bad review it's just like a silly one so it's <laughs> i found the narrator a racist german war veteran imprisoned for attempted coup very unrelatable he was just not very sympathetic or likable also the book is written in german which is not very relatable to me someone who does not speak german how are you reviewing something if you can't <laughs> read it <laughs> Is it? I don't know what it is. What is it? <laughs> mein Kampf by Hitler. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh! <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, I found that funny. It's it's really hard to read when you don't read the language. Well, yeah. Who'd want to read? So this that one's one? another another high school syllabus one. Okay. The review is, it was a good book, but too many racial stuff. I don't like, but overall good book. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this one is just all caps, hate, 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 about 40 <laughs> times. Oh my god. Is it... I don't I'll know. i tell you, that one's also To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> oh my god. Why are people hating on it? It's a good book. <laughs> So this one's another easy one. Okay. Spoiler alert. I do not understand understand two words. This book. I was very upset and appalled. 
why would pigs be in charge of a whole farm? Not whole, oh like H-O-L-E, a whole farm. <laughs> it was extremely stupid of them to send their hardest worker, a boxer, to the slaughterhouse. I would never read this book again. Animal farm again? And it's animal farm again. <laughs> what? I think this is like people aggr- or people passively aggressive from having to read that in high school. <laughs> yeah, this and is obviously people who are doing this for English class against their will. Uh, so the next one is people are angry and then they die. Is it? I know you're a real fangirl of this. Weathering Heights? It is Weathering Heights. (laughs) 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 I like those ones. It's just like a single sentence. (laughs) It is so true, though. That sums it up so well. (laughs) This one I told you was like the sample one for last week, but from last week. But I only watched the musical, but the entirety of the story was just so blood-boiling and cringe-worthy that I'll put the actual book under the rereading waiting list's end. Not to mention the Wolverine dude is completely tone deaf. Les Mis. <laughs> it yes. is Les Mis. Victor Hugo, go. Oh, I haven't read it. I don't know if I should. Sure have I, but <laughs> I also don't think the person knows the cast very well because isn't Russell Crowe the one who's tone deaf in the movie, not Hugh Jackman? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind Hugh Jackman singing. He was good in The Greatest Showman as well. <laughs> He's an Australian gem. <laughs> okay, this one is. The good parts are good, but the book is heavily damaged by a large amount of lef- leftist propaganda. Is it... <laughs> I wanted to say, like, Marx. <laughs> like, no. That would be good, it... though. <laughs> uh, leftist propaganda? Is it, like, something by Dickens? No. No. Hmm. It's an author for one of the books we've used already. I'll give you that. What books we've used already? I don't know. What one is that? That one was The Grapes of Wrath by Steinbeck. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I haven't read Steinbeck. I need to get on that. I've only read East of Eden, actually, but that one is really good. Sweet. Is he yeah, the one? Fair for, pardon? Oh, sorry. Is he the one who wrote Revolutionary Road? No. I am not sure. I don't think so. Hmm. I could be wrong, though. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say for this game, too, it seems like neither of us haven't read half these books, so these could be very valid criticisms, and we just can't refute them. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) We're going to need to add, like, seven disclaimers to the beginning of this. We do not agree with the reviews. We have not read all the books reviewed. This is another problematic one. Okay. Worst book ever. I was forced to read this for summer reading. It was possibly the worst summer ever because of it. She just went ramp off about all this crap that nobody cares about and finally she got shot in the face <gasps> i was so happy to be done with this and i got an 80 on the test on it oh. never read this abomination of a book oh my god what book is this this one is i am malala malala. oh my gosh i loved this book uh-huh yeah that seems like a what's wrong with people uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> i feel like that was another yeah. Quote unquote right wing <laughs> reader. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one is I wasn't a huge fan of this book. The title of the book gives the way the whole ending and leaves little for the imagination. I didn't particularly like the fact that it was written as a play and did not like an actual and not like an actual book. It was hard to imagine the characters' emotions and feelings and see what they were thinking. I would not recommend this book to readers who like to be kept on the edge of their seat. Is it 
Shakespearean? It is not. Is it by Arthur Miller? It is by Arthur Miller. Is it The Crucible? No. <sighs> is it The Death Spoiled of a Salesman? The ending. Yes, it is Death of a Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn's husband. That's why I know. <laughs> Thanks, Marilyn Monroe knowledge. You came in handy. Too many biographies. Okay, this is one that's near and dear to my heart, and it's gonna it gives it away pretty obviously in the review. Okay. But it's the review is this book, this effing book. <laughs> Some questions. Why does this book have such a high rating? Hmm. What are what are you all rating that I missed? Why why in this book about a psychotic clown sort of who actually appears in this book only a handful of times, eleven effing hundred pages. <gasps> does sorry, I almost <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Does the author not have an editor? Does the author's editor hate us? Why does the author's editor hate us? Why did you all... What did you all do to the author's editor to make him hate us so much? Is the author's editor actually the villain from the book? <laughs> Is it that the fun twist that I'm not understanding that made you all rate this book so highly? Is the villain of the book threatening you with something scary unless you rate this book at least four stars do you need help blink twice you need help why are all the characters every single one of them so annoying why did beverly i guess that's hidden in a spoiler so that you have to read the book to know okay do something while they were flying for their lives for real why though seriously after answering that last question how can you even pretend to like this book why do you all love this book in conclusion, I hate this book, and I hate everyone who made me think it was good. The book sucks, and all of you also suck, and I hope the villain of the book finds you in your dreams tonight. Who has the time to write that review? It's almost as, raw, as long as the book is. <laughs> well, it. Yeah, that's I... obviously it by Stephen King. But what a review. People are ruthless. <laughs> So the one scene they were talking about is obviously a very problematic scene where like all the kids get trapped in the sewer and they all sleep with the the one girl in the group to oh. like tighten their bond and it brings them into adulthood and it's all this thematic stuff. And people are like, hey, Stephen King, why'd you write that? Yeah. Probably because you were on Mountains of Coke in the 80s. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never knew about that. So there are two by Shakespeare. I'll just tell you that which ones are by Shakespeare, and I'll see if you can guess the play based off the review. Okay. So this one is another cliche, typical, typical plot by Shakespeare. Why do teachers keep making their students read Shakespeare? It's the 21st century. We should finally realize that his works are unimaginative and, they're, that, and that he wasn't a genius. There are so many better classic writers out there that people just ignore. So that would be kind of tough because they didn't mention the plot at all. <laughs> I'm offended after that review. I... Hmm. Is it okay? So they said not original. So I'm assuming either it's like as you like it or Romeo and Juliet. Neither of those. What <laughs> one then? One of his less famous ones, I guess, is Othello. Oh. Uh, hmm. That was actually the first Shakespeare I ever read. Really? It was like grade eight. Wow. Same Austin. What? Well, not Othello. Um, I grew up with a children's version of Shakespeare that my dad would read to me. My favorite was Antony and Cleopatra. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I love that one. Have you he ever does. seen those, like, Star Wars Shakespeare, where they take the plot of Shakespeare, or take the plot of Star Wars and then make it into, like, Shakespearean language? 
I've seen it in the Stratford Festival like bookstore. Like I walked oh. by it and I almost got it, but I got something else. But I don't know. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so cool. It's a cool idea. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and slow down because I feel like I'm talking very fast when I'm so excited for this game. It's so fun. <laughs> okay, the next one, the review is um yeah, sure, attack Christians. I feel bad that I even started reading this one. Well, I read half of it. It was an okay plot line, but come on, seriously. This book was written for the single purpose of attacking Christianity and competing against Chronicles of Narnia. And it's just BOO in all capitals. What? <laughs> Is it like Lord of the Rings? No, it, I think it's like... I've never actually read it, but I've seen the movie adaptation. It's a, a children slash young adult series, I think. Oh. It's the Golden Compass. Oh, that's right. That's like a children's children's target audience, right? I think so. I think it's like middle grade fiction. But uh. how does that <laughs> Christianity? Oh. I find I'm... people probably say that for any fantasy series. But like, I went to Catholic school and we read that as a class. I think one year. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I would have think, I would have thought that the Chronicles of Narnia would be more attacking Christians, quote unquote, because no. isn't like be... the lion Aslan a Jesus. allegory for Jesus or yes. something like that? <laughs> and so we love it. We read it like in grade three. We read it in grade four. We read it in grade six. I was so sick of it by the end. <laughs> it was like in like intertwined with our religion class because C.S. Lewis is like cited by. Uh -huh. as all the time so i remember seeing the golden compass movie like the whatever came out like the early 2000s and there was a fight between the polar bears and the one got his jaw ripped off that was horrifying what? for a child <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah the two polar bears fight i guess for the being polar bear king or something i haven't seen it in a while but Kids i do remember the one bear getting his jaw ripped off by the other bear <laughs> That's so traumatizing. I remember vividly being shown Bambi's mom being shot in grade one, and the uh. whole class was crying, and our poor French teacher forgot to fast forward that part, and it was just like a disaster. Children have you ever seen Watership Down? Who? Watership Down, have you ever seen that? Oh, I've never seen it. It's based off a novel, too. It's just about like a rabbit society. Oh. But it's an animated movie that made an adaptation of it, but apparently it's super violent for a kid's movie, and... Oh. It's like, again, like at the Golden Compass, just animals fighting, but you see like animals getting torn open and they get eaten and not a good, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen clips of it. And yeah, it seems pretty horrifying. I think it came out in the eighties. Oh, okay. Well, that explains a lot. Okay. The next one is one I've talked about on the podcast before, one that I've tried to read. It's, I found it too difficult to read as the whole thing is written with a very thick Irish accent. Oh. Are they talking about a Scottish accent and it's train spotting? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I, it's another one I have to read. It's the one that Mrs. Peggy got me for Christmas, which That's I so gave nice. her the shout out for last week. Oh, getting books for Christmas is the best thing. Uh -huh. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> okay, the next one, which I actually didn't know was a book because it was an, there's an adaptation of this, which I didn't know was based off a book. So their view is, the seat of the North Pole, where all the elves wait for the first gift to be given, smacks of a communist rally somehow. That sea of red. What? <laughs> is this is this the what the Polar Express? It is the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what other movie with elves would we know of? 
Yeah, I didn't know that was based off a. I didn't know that was a novel. I don't know if it's a not. I I read like a children's book version of it, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was based off any book. I meant to say. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Okay, the next one. This is another classic book. Okay. This is one book I just couldn't finish. I was completely turned off by the characters and the homosexual undertones. On top of that, it was boring. In short, what I did read was a waste of time. I like the ones where they say they didn't finish the whole book and they're making a review anyway. Is that... Um, I don't know. I don't know this one. That was the picture of Dorian Gray. You're kidding! Oh, man. I love the, that book. Picture or portrait? I... Portrait, I think. Portrait, yeah. No, maybe you're right. Maybe it is the picture. <laughs> it's like when you say spoon too much and all of a sudden it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Like, <laughs> like oh, my mother when he goes bowl. <laughs> yeah. Bowl. It's the picture of Dorian Gray. That was a weird moment. <laughs> okay, this one's another Steinbeck one. Okay. The review is, I hate this book. Hate. Ponderous, pretentious, melodramatic, self-satisfied, patronizing to its readers with ultimately nothing to say. It can be summarized thus. A bunch of people with no formal education whatsoever sit around discussing the time they had read the Old Testament in Hebrew. Then they tell us how to live. Oh, uh, right. I knew we were in trouble when, unbelievably, when the unbelievably lame introduction, some forced self-congratulatory metaphor about a box, if memory serves, it's hard to believe, but it's hard to believe it actually got worse from there. In any event, with the smug aura of here you will find wisdom, it's certainly no wonder that it's right up Oprah's alley. <laughs> it's a random mention of Oprah. <laughs> The fact that people worship this misbegotten mess of a book as they might worship pieces of the true cross is just plain depressing. Apparently, the way to literally literary immortality is to give them a de decent narrative, throw in some breathless nonsense about free will in the Bible, and don't forget to puff out your chest and tell everyone that you've written a masterpiece. Gak. For this, they gave him the Nobel Prize. That one's actually really well written for a bad <laughs> review. <laughs> what book is this? That one's East of Eden. Oh, okay. So that one's another allegory for like the story of Cain and Abel, and they discuss oh. the Bible a lot about free will and how your destiny unfold. And good lord, literally <laughs> interesting. So this is the one I told you about last week. I kind of left you hanging on it. Okay. It's just all caps, sexy. <laughs> so many options, Austin. <laughs> Um, is it by the Brontes? That would be my first guess. <laughs> it is not. Oh, well. <laughs> is it, is it by, is it Pride and Prejudice? Because I feel like a lot of people, no? It is not. Is it Lame is because Hugh Jackman is in it and that's what the <laughs> ladies are reviewing? <laughs> it's a is book it? that's very much around masculinity and fragile masculinity. Okay. I mean, again, so many options. I, I don't know. It's Fight Club. What? <laughs> Who called it that? Well, I should say also that one's a five-star review. Not all of these are one-stars. Oh, gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think that was just another joke one. Okay. But this one is Worst Fantasy Slash Speculative Fiction Novel of All Time. Oh. Although I guess it is GDAF, I'm not sure what that means. I don't know. It, there is a veritable crap ton of murder. I mean, seriously, what kind of microverse was the Ark? 
Sure, turning water into wine would be a pretty cool party trick, but physics. Don't even get me started on how a population formed from two people, both <laughs> belly buttons where they were created, had three sons. Meh. Is this the Bible? That one of is, of course, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the ones where obviously it's just somebody taking a joke about it because. Mm. Yeah. But when you look at it, they're not really wrong. <laughs> it's outrageous. Uh, okay, the next one is once another one star review. No, no, no. This was an extremely violent book. My son read it at school and was scarred for months. Oh. Some parts of it are positive, but the gory details make this not a good book for children. Is it? Um... This one had another very popular film adaptation probably a few years ago, but... Is it Peter Rabbit? It is not Peter Rabbit. Oh, man. <laughs> is it... I don't know. That's the life of Pi. Oh. Oh, Henry read that. Oh, there's also tags on the bottom. What other family should know? Violence and scariness and sexy stuff. What? <laughs> Isn't this about the tiger on the raft? <laughs> I guess he has a shirt off. Or maybe they thought it was the tiger that's sexy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, the next one is... I got halfway until it was revealed Harold was gay. I immediately put the book down and got rid of it. Not okay in a children's story. I felt the rest was good, clean fun, but this added nothing to the story and is not something that should, be, should have been brought up in these books. What is wrong with people? Ugh. Is it the purple crayon thing? No. No. Uh, I don't know what it is. This one is Captain Underpants and the Sensational Saga of Sir Stinks a Lot. Wow. Huh. So that, yeah, that one's pretty uh, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> this one I just wanted to keep in going with the general sexy theme that All right. people seem to have. This review is just five stars. Howard Rourke is sexy. Say it again. Five stars. Howard Rourke is sexy. Howard Rourke? Who, I don't know this one. That was The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. No. <laughs> Not Iron Man. <laughs> this one will be pretty obvious to get, but one star. I love learning about how she grew up, but her ugliness towards the Republic Party and the president that followed her husband is petty. She talks about how she had to, had to hold her own against the Republicans while in office, and then she goes and does the exact same thing to the new president. This shouldn't be Democrats versus Republicans, but she draws that line in this book. She states how she can't believe women would vote for a misogynist man when there's a woman running, but she glides over Hillary's flaws. I'm sorry, but you have to look at both sides and see the flaws of both opponents rather than pick your favorite and pick on the one you don't like. I was excited for the book the first half and the last 20% made me want to throw the book, throw, throw the book because I don't think she was fair to both sides. Um, I don't think one side is being very fair in the fact that it's... I like how they clearly say that they didn't name names, but a misogynist man, like, that's just normal. Like, that's that's cool, oh, but... Oh, God. Oh, but Hillary has flaws. Like, the logic that is used, not to get political, but, like, this is political. Like, <laughs> the logic that these people use to explain their hatred of others is just 
wild to me. Oh. Like, it's like when you listen to a toddler trying to explain something and they're just like <laughs> pulling onto random stuff, trying to put it together to make sense of just terribleness. Oh. <laughs> See, that one's, of course, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Okay, a phenomenal book. I would recommend Phenomenal that. First Lady, too. Yeah. Like, oh, we're, we're not going to get into it. This this week has already been enough of that. But um, <laughs> wow. So this is another one for the same book. I just wanted to get them both out there. This one was, I was given this book as a must read. Mm-hmm. It displays just as an egotistical and prejudicial opinions of others that don't believe what she believes. It continues the same basis of hatred for America as she first displayed in her thesis in college. She does a very good job of rewriting many of the things she did while holding the office of first lady to give herself a a favorable viewpoint. Just one example, the school systems were throwing out three to four times the amount that the school kids were eating. They would rather go hungry than be forced to eat the gruel that was being forced to be served to them in order to keep the funding subsidies. I don't, Get what they're going with on that last point there i think it's because of michelle obama's like healthy eating plan that she introduced uh, which is a great initiative this person trying to say that's a bad thing or that's a bad thing that she talked about how she did that i honestly i don't understand how this like how 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 austin <laughs> it's just wrong kate also just texted me all of, all of her twist oh I'm not sure what that's referring to. <laughs> 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 I feel like I, I can phone in a friend now on like who, who wants to be a millionaire and I'm gonna call Kate. Oh, we should have done it like that. Oh <laughs> This is one I thought I think you've read. Okay. But I'm not I don't know for sure. This one is I haven't read this one, but the review is I did not enjoy this at all. This is a book about a weak man excessively obsessed with a married woman for over 50 years. He pines his time away with 622 sexual encounters that he records and we have to read through. This book is slow. He is sickly obsessed. He's a pervert, possibly a pedophile. He finally is reunited with his true love when she is in her 80s, and then he describes the bodies and love life. Don't recommend this to anyone. This is not what true love is. It is a book about obsession and weakness. Waste of my time when there are so many wonderful books out there to read. You know what, Austin? This sounds like someone who has to finish a book if they start it. It's a, it's a dangerous game. Oh, that one sounds pretty sexy to me. <laughs> is it? I don't know what that one is. I think I've heard you talk about this one. Love in the Time of Cholera. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait, no, I haven't read Love in the Time of Cholera. Oh. I read 1,000 Years of Solitude. That's why I don't know. I was like, did I miss a section of that book? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's one we both haven't read. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one. One star. Call it the epitome of American laziness if you will, but I was bored to tears by all the scientific exposition leading up to the hardcore down of destruction that I really wanted out of the book. Versimilitude is not the crux of the matter here, and I must respectfully defer to the 1993 blockbuster adaptation to get my rocks off. Plus, Jeff Goldblum. I mean, come on, you can't deny Oh, the dinosaur books. What are they called? <laughs> yes, Jurassic. Jurassic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I just take a, a second to say that um, my three-year-old brother is in the stage of life where he's obsessed with dinosaur pop-up books? Oh. Um, this is like a couple of weeks ago, but 
he had me try to read the names and I was like <laughs> Tyranna Hexagonosaurus Rex. Where you'll know if he's pronounced if you if you're in a person wrong, you can just pronounce it however you want. It's not even that. It's just the fact that like no matter who's reading it to him, like he's memorized how they pronounce it, so they might not even be oh. saying it right. But if I don't say it like them, he will say <laughs> that wrong. He's just get a tape recorder and record it beforehand and just play it when he needs to. I'll have the Google Translate up <laughs> to Vanasaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one is, I bought this book because lots of U.S. politicians cite this book as having a huge influence in their lives and as one of their favorite books. This would explain the state of the union. Why do we, ins- why do we insist that just because something is written 6,000 years ago that it makes it good? Maybe, just maybe, it's 6,000 years old for a reason. <laughs> 6,000. <laughs> so maybe the ending is really good. I'll let you know in a couple of years. A couple of years. I like the reasoning. It's not bad because it's 6,000 years old. It's 6,000 years old because it's bad. (laughs) Okay. Um, Is it something presidents would cite often? What would that be? I'm not even sure if that's an actual fact or that's something the person just thought of. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What is that one? That one's The Histories by Herodotus. (laughs) Oh, okay. Greeks 3,000 years ago didn't write the same way as us. That must be a bad book. (laughs) This one I haven't read. I'm not sure if you have read it. But the review is just bird. Four stars. Bird. (laughs) Bird. Is it... No, I don't know. I have, I've never actually heard of this one. I thought the review was funny. That's The Peregrine by J.A. Baker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just bird. <laughs> okay, this one's had a recent adaptation. Okay. It's this recent... or No, sorry. This amateur Scooby-Doo treatment of racism by an untalented white guy actively bored me. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is one he would have read. It's a more recent one. It's, that's okay. Lovecraft County by Matt Ruff. Oh, no, I haven't read it. So that one recently has a adaptation on Netflix. Just about it's like a take on oh H P Lovecraft, uh huh. But uh-huh. it also tackles like his racist ideologies that he had in the time oh. he was writing because he was terribly racist. Oh no! Ugh. I wanted to read the show, read watch the show, and read the book, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. It sounds really interesting. I have heard about the show. So this next one is interesting read, well written book, but some of the content is pretty shocking. Mm. I honestly. And it must have been subconscious on the part of the author. The part where Max's uncle died and is quite despondent about it is hard to digest. Max is the one who survives. He's a fighter, literally. He's a boxer. Oh, this is another obviously offensive one. This is not an uncommon thought. The Jews just let themselves be killed. Well, it is probably not intentional on the author's part. I strongly disagree with this book being recommended to young adults. I am old enough to know that these books... I am old enough to know, but these kids aren't. I'm just referring to one aspect of the book here, the despondent Jews. There are others that are a bit troubling. I would recommend another book, maybe Lois Lowry, or sure, or I'm sure there are plenty of others. The comparison to Anne Frank's diary by USA Today is ludicrous. Why is there so many anti-Semitic views in the uh, <laughs> What's wrong with people? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That one's the book thief. 
The book thief? Someone came after the book thief? Oh. Oh, my. Ugh. Here's what maybe you can get behind. When I picked up this book in the children's section, yes, the children's section of the library after hearing all the hype, I picked it up with a hopeful mind. Little did I know that I would find it only full of the worst kind of witchcraft. I won't be surprised if the author publicly announced her conversion to Satanism. Honestly, it's no secret here that she is one, or at least conforms to the beliefs. Only one who follows the devil would ever write about flying broomsticks and motorcycles, unicorns, and flying er, and magical toads. Toads are not magical. They are beasts created by our Lord to serve us. You've been served by a toad before? I haven't. <laughs> Needless to what? say, I wanted to throw this book in my fireplace. To return to the library would have been a sin in itself. I don't feel right in letting this fall into the hands of some poor little child and possessing him with, dem with de demonic thoughts of Quidditch and Birdie Bots every uh, flavor means. Okay, so it's Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever analyzed the satanic undertones of Harry Potter? <laughs> I have to tell you, I have not wasted like a single moment on that. I'm going to have to do that next time when my, ter my, when my toad serves me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So this one's another Shakespeare one. Okay. I would give it zero stars if I could. This book has confirmed that Shakespeare is a stoner. There is no plot, no likable characters. They are all douchebags. This book made me want to tear my eyes out and burn them. The amount of pain this book has inflicted on me is immeasurable. Kill me now. I had to write two essays on it, and I had no effing idea what happened. If you have to read this for class, I'm dreadfully sorry. Start planning your funeral now. Also, Caliban and those drunk guys have no importance on the plot. WTF is going on. That's... In conclusion, if your English teacher assigns you, you this, kill them. What? So it's obviously one for a student didn't get a good part mark on their paper. <laughs> I don't know. That's... <laughs> I don't know what that one is. That one's The Tempest by Shakespeare. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with people? <laughs> you just imagine Shakespeare lighting one up and writing that. <laughs> Marching on some 15th century Cheetos. <laughs> so this one, this review is just... This one's just five stars. <laughs> 15th century Cheetos? <laughs> what that even look like? I don't know, they come in a, a barrel or something. <laughs> I just picture archaeologists digging up. They're excavating, and all of a sudden they hit like fluorescent orange. You didn't know Shakespeare's skeleton actually buried. If they unearthed it, his skeleton fingers would have the orange stains on them. Wow, you learn so much on this podcast. It's so educational. The inside of his rib cage is all black from all the pot he was smoking too. Oh my God. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I'm putting it on your tombstone. To be like, no, he wanted it this way. <laughs> okay, this next one is just one star. What? Oh, let's give you it's that one's Lysistrata by Aristophanes. <laughs> oh, I love Lysistrata. <laughs> How dare they? That was a beautiful one. That was one of my first papers in uni. I have it saved. <laughs> so this one's one of my favorite books. It's another high school one. Okay. The character has a gruesome death that is described vividly. I think it is immediately one star for me. A gruesome death that's described vividly. So in this book, it is a child that has the gruesome death. 
a child. Why did I say it so creepily? Um, it is pretty gruesome, I gotta say, but... Is it a Stephen King one? It is not. Hmm. Is it... a classic? Yeah, I'd say so. I don't know. That one's Lord of the Flies. Oh, I haven't read that either. Oh, yeah, that's really good. I'm surprised you haven't read that. Yeah, it was never on my class reading list. Yeah, I, I won't give you away the gruesome death, but it's okay. pretty graphic. Remember that? That scarred me in high school. Oh. So I'm not sure if this one's supposed to be silly or serious. Okay. But it's the review is five stars. Once in a century type of leader. Never has one man been so maligned and lied about in the media for decades. Oh, God. Is this... What I think it is. It's Trump, but it's not Trump. Oh. Bush? It is not Bush. <laughs> mm. Harper? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just going through like my list of like bad political leaders. First. Uh, <laughs> Hitler? It is Mind Kampf by Hitler. What? Again. What is wrong with people? I don't know if that one's just trying to make like an edgy, like, <laughs> I like Hitler kind of review, or oh. if that person's actually being serious, or... Sickening. You know, people make those ironic reviews. I don't know if that's supposed to be one of those, or... That's not something that should be, like, ironic, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... No. So this next one, this is a clue that means absolutely nothing to you. Okay. <laughs> but it's a that Kate's mom very much likes. Oh. The review is one star. I can't do it. I fell on my toilet and didn't dry well, and I'm accepting it now as an act of God. I decided against burning it and just threw it out. Yes, I'm a horrible person. So it's an it's Irish literature. Is it by Oscar Wilde? No, it's not. Oh. I think he's Irish. Something that Kate's mom likes? Mm -hmm. I've never talked about Kate's mom's reading habits, so I know that won't help you at all. I feel like, okay, I'm going to think based off of Kate. Kate's very musical. She's very cool. An Irish author that... <laughs> this is such a broad Venn diagram. Austin, what's the book? It's Ulysses by James Joyce. Oh. I thought I'd include that in case in the off chance Kate Tom does listen and I can give her a shout out to one of her favorite books. I love that. <laughs> so this next one is... That's another very broad one. Okay. If it were possible to punch a book in the face, I would do it. Lazy, <laughs> self-indulgent, boring. Um... <laughs> is it by Hemingway? It is not by Hemingway. <laughs> mm, is it... Punch the book in the face. <laughs> what book could that be? <laughs> I don't know. Austin? That was The Stand by Stephen King. Oh, okay. This one, I've never heard of it, but it's a meme we were talking about last week. <laughs> Okay. The review is, how do you do, fellow kids? The novel. <laughs> uh, I'll just tell you, that one's Bleeding Edge by Thomas Pynchon. Oh. Hmm. I never heard of it. I thought it was a funny review that I wanted to include. Yeah. <laughs> this one, it's another book you're a big fan of. Oh. Hatred is too strong an emotion to waste on this liter literary twilight. Okay, rude. One. <laughs> and two... Is it a literary Twilight? That could be like. <laughs> it's not. It's not Twilight. I'll give you that. <laughs> I right to... that oh, this twi Twilight was terrible. It was just like that, that book Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, is it Wuthering Heights or Romeo and Juliet? It is not. Is it Jane Eyre? No. Is it, I think there's just so many ties to Twilight. Actually, this might have been one that you said you didn't like, and I was surprised. It's Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I like Pride and Prejudice. Okay. What was the one? There was one you didn't like. Wuthering Heights. One of those. Ah, okay. I mean, like, it's one of those things where I have to respect it for what it is, but I don't enjoy it. <laughs> How does it stack up to Twilight? Oh, much worse. Much worse. It's, it's awful. You know that review earlier that was saying, like, oh, like, um, it's just full of hatred? Yeah. Oh. It, and it's, like, hailed as one of the greatest love stories of all time. And there's, like, five minutes of love and then hours and hours of hatred. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but I have to respect it because Emily Bond, she's a legend. Okay, next one. This book is crap, and let me tell you why. The kid is a jerk, and they're sent to his room without supper. He proceeds to go to some magical place where these monsters live, and he bosses them around and is mean to them. Then he gets back home, having not learned that being a mean jerk is wrong. And there on his table in his room is dinner, and it's still warm. What's the lesson here exactly? Hate this book. Where the wild things are. Yes, that's where the wild things are. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's a bit surprising. Well, I not really surprising compared to what we've seen so far, but... The review is one star, self-contradictory and overdramatic. I felt I knew less on the topic after reading it. It feels more like pulp fiction than an official account. Pulp fiction than an official, official account. It is not a fiction book. I'll uh -huh. give you that hint. Is it? Is it like from a politician? It's political. I, okay. It's not really from a single politician, I'll say that. <sighs> I don't know. What is this one? This one is the 9-11 Commission Report, a final report of the National Commission on Terrorist Attacks upon the United States by the National Commission on Terrorist Attacks on the United States. Wow. That is controversial. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know people would be reviewing that kind of thing. but <laughs> Apparently they are. <laughs> okay, this next one is another classic one. Okay. One star, poorly written and very boring. I decided to read it because I heard it was banned a lot in a lot of American schools, but to be honest, you're not missing anything. The whole thing sounds like it's written by Mr. Burns from The Simpsons if he was trying to sound very young and cool. You keep waiting for something interesting to happen, but honestly, I got 40% of the way through and had the thought of reading any more was about as appealing as watching an episode of Star Trek Discovery. Oh. I skipped to the end to see if anything else happened, but it doesn't sound like it did. Basically, the story, another disclaimer, this is just stuff we don't agree with, obviously. It's mm -hmm. basically the story of a depressed autistic boy who doesn't like anyone that gets kicked out of school for not applying himself, set sometime in the 1900s. I have no idea why it's popular. The Catcher in the Rye. Yes. Yeah. So this, actually, this is the last one. Okay. But sad noises in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so the review is, art was great and the colors stand out. The story, however, isn't. It's not the worst, but the parts that are infected with SJW are not worth skipping over. Are, or sorry, are worth skipping over. The colors were great? Is it mouse? No. Okay, is it... I don't know. What is it? That one's Wonder Woman Earth 1, Volume 1. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? 
wrong with people? You know, Wonder Woman, that that well-known social justice warrior. <laughs> She's for everybody. Why are people so awful? Austin, this, <laughs> this game show took me on a journey. I saw the height of human comedy. I saw the lowest of the low in racism <laughs> and sexism <laughs> and anti-Semitism. I think my favorite one was just Bird. Four Bird? Star. Wow. I, <laughs> what to even say? The amount of time people are taking to review these books. I. <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? I really feel like I saw the whole spectrum of humanity. <laughs> yeah, I'll put the link to that Reddit page in the description of this week's episode. Sorry. Can you hear this? Yes. We have um a guest. Hi. <laughs> it's Austin. Say hi. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna come downstairs in a second, okay? Okay. I'll be right there. Five minutes. And that's been our guest for the week, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran's guest appearance. <laughs> that was you... adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear him? <laughs> He's like shouting everywhere. Um Austin, thank you for this journey. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for playing. Thanks for having me. I felt like this is a combo of every good game show that I really enjoy. <laughs> and of course, your prize for playing this week is nothing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's okay. Your present... the memories you get to take away. That's your prize. <laughs> memories. Yeah, the memories. Follow up. Boy starts playing in the background. You come out learning a little from that game, but probably not a whole lot. It was, <laughs> it was a journey. It was a time. I like, it. I like any kind of show. But I like <laughs> book show the best. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was really fun. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, that's all for this week then. That's all for this week. Yeah, see you next week. See you later. See you later. <laughs>